Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I want to talk about something that happened on June 3rd that has been reported by the National UFO Reporting Center. And uh, it's very interesting. Apparently a dogfight between some fighter jets and a UFO in Michigan on June 3rd. And uh, here was the initial report that was filed by uh, the National UFO Reporting Center. And uh, we'll leave a link to it for this so you can check it out for yourself. It says, New Fork receives 10 to 20 UFO reports each day. Our standard procedure is to review and post these reports in batches. However, we felt the following incident was significant enough to release earlier. On June 3rd, four witnesses observed what was described as an aerial dogfight between two jets and a UAP over Myers Grocery Store in Bad Axe, Michigan. Here is the report. Quiet afternoon, no signs of plane. It's 10 a.m., in the parking lot, well, see, that doesn't make sense. We'll have to back. Quiet afternoon, no signs of plane. It's 10 a.m. That's, that's still the morning. In the parking lot of the storage unit across the Myers, myself, my wife, and two co-workers were helping move my camper. Suddenly, ear-shattering afterburner on two, what I think were F-16 or F-22s, were flying together whilst dogfighting something I couldn't see at first. They would circle fast as they could, looking intently for something, circling the sun around two or three times, and suddenly there was this white metallic disc, hard to see because it was shining with the sun. It seemed to hide in the sun from the fighters, whom obviously could not see it. The UAP was extremely fast. It was capable of overtaking and outmaneuvering the fighter jets with extreme ease. It would overtake a jet, stop suddenly, and seem to turn toward the incoming jet like spin in their direction without moving. The jet would shoot out anti-missile flares like it was under attack. The UAP was also comfortable to just spin again and make the next jet flanking shoot its anti-missile flares. There was clear distress. The fighters took off together, repeating this attack approximately three times before taking off in an ear-shattering retreat. The UAP sat in the sun a moment longer and seemed to circle the area almost as in a victory lap. It then departed with absolutely no sound in the complete opposite direction as the fighter jets had flown. To be clear, when the UAP was stationary and the jets had flown away, every time the three attempts and the retreat, the only clear sound of an airplane was the fighters who seemed to be intercepting this sudden threat. I did not see if the UAP had shot anything I could define as a weapon. And the fact that the dogfight happened almost entirely in the rays of the sun, my Galaxy S22 Ultra was not able to get anything other than a blinding glare and noise. And then it says if anyone else was a witness to this event, they encourage, to, they encourage you to file a report with the National UFO Reporting Center. But then there was an update posted on June 14th, and it says here, We just spoke with the witness who filed the report, as well as his wife, who also viewed the incident. After reviewing photos of types of military aircraft, uh, he was able to narrow down the identification of the jets to F-16s, not F-22s. When the F-16s departed, they flew to the south, while the UAP disappeared over the lake. The witness has military experience and was familiar with aircraft from his time stationed at the 304th Expeditionary Signal Battalion in Korea, where he was trained. He also added that for, for four days after the sighting, the jets returned to the same spot at 10 a.m., firing flare again on the fourth day. We have asked the witness to send us a drawing of the UAP as well as to encourage his friends to submit corroborating reports, which we will post as soon as we receive them. So this story is still 
uh, unfolding. We don't have all the details yet, but it is very interesting. I mean, there are things going on. I mean, there's so much stuff been going on recently with UFOs. I mean, this would be a bigger story than it actually is if it wasn't for all the things that have been going down the last uh, couple of weeks here. I mean, you had the Gr- David Grush stuff. You had the whistleblower, other whistleblowers talking uh, to talking about the uh, 12 to 15 recovered craft. You have uh, the Las Vegas alien story, which is still something that's being investigated. And uh, you have you had uh, Stephen Greer and his presentation. Uh, there's just so much going down right now. It's really hard to keep up with it all. Uh, but it's a very interesting time to be alive. But there's another article I want to go through here. It's from the United States Sun, uh, and, it, and, it, and it talks about this. Uh, they give their their spin on this uh, on this story here. It says space wars shock as multiple witnesses see military jets dogfighting with UFO over Lake Hotspot. And it says they typically publish the reports they receive in large batches. However, every, every once in a while. There's one that's so interesting or unique that they release it as an individual report. And I think this one is pretty interesting, the fact that you have four witnesses. Uh, And, I mean, again, what's going on in the skies here that we're not being told? Obviously, there's something going on. This is something we've heard about for decades now, that there are people... Uh, in the military, people, jet fighters that that fly after UFOs. It's it's happened time and time again. Remember, if you remember uh, the Phoenix Light story, there were there were incidents where people saw this UFO, and then the next thing you know, there's jet fighters flying after it. Uh, it. It's just it's we're we're being lied to. It's just it's such a deceit that we're that we're living under right now. I mean, you don't know who right now. There's the the UFO community is completely divided right now. Yeah, for one for one thing, you have the you have people on one side of the David Grush story saying, "Hey, we need to wait and see." I believe in this guy. And then you have a, another faction saying, "No, no, this guy is a liar." You know, I don't believe him one bit. He's just making this stuff up, and he didn't offer every, any evidence. It's just. We're living in it's it's we're at a crossroads. Like I saw Richard Dolan's recent podcast, and he was talking about that we are at a crossroads right now. There's some information is starting to roll out. Uh, it people are more and more people are going to start wondering about this. People who have never thought about it before are going to start wondering what the hell is going on. Is there really something from another planet here on this planet uh, among us? Are these alien stories true? A lot of people are going to be asking themselves that questions, uh, those kind of questions, as these things keep on happening. Uh, <clears throat> but let's see. I've got to flip through this article and see what it says here. Basically, it just covers the same kind of stuff. It says here, several witnesses said they also witnessed a strange occurrence in the sky that morning. I live in Bad Axe over Franklin Inn and was sitting outside looking north where the jets were. I thought, playing around and making noise, LaDonna Hunt wrote on the Tribune Facebook page as, she, as reported by the Huron Daily Tribune. I did watch the Jets about 10 a.m. June 3rd. The Jets were so loud it was hard not to see where they were and what they were doing. I saw the Jets and I saw a shiny object for quite a while going round in circles. One person said her husband watched it from the backyard and came in and said they were shooting flares, just thought they were practicing maneuvers. Another person told the paper they thought the silver object was a Mylar balloon that had escaped, that had escaped from a dollar store shopper. So you have all different people talking about different what they've seen. Some people are saying it's a it's only a mylar balloon. It's probably a I wouldn't I won't be surprised if that person's a, a Mick West uh, uh, cult member because uh, you know it's always mylar balloons that people are seeing. But no, this guy what the, what this guy's describing this object was was there stationary and then it took off at, a, at an incredible rate of speed. So I don't know what they're talking about there. Uh, anyhow, yeah, I mean, what's going on here? We're not being told what's happening here. Our government's not telling us what the truth of this situation is. They continue to do this. Uh, we, we're getting fed a little bit of information apparently here and there, you know, 
whistleblowers and all that stuff. I'm tired of it all. I just want to. I want the. I want to see the documents. I want someone to step up to a podium, someone with authority, and tell us the truth already. This is absolutely absurd. I mean, they're they're still they're chasing them around in their jets right above our heads, and I guess we're all supposed to pretend that we didn't see those kind of things. Uh, and that's where we are. And then we just have pe- we have a whole bunch of people running around this world who don't believe it still. Uh, we, there's a lot of other, a lot of us who do believe it, who do understand that something's going on. All we want to know is we we just want more information. I mean, what do you what, you're fighting against these things? What's going on? Uh, was it a military exercise? If so, okay, what was what was that shiny silver object that these witnesses saw? What's going on here? That's all we want to know. Uh, again, it's just sad. Uh, that we have, I mean, this is, I mean, imagine seeing something like this. And then that, if you see something like this, for a lot of people, if you see something like this, you're probably not going to really tell, want to tell a lot of people because you're afraid. You'd be afraid that because you're afraid of what the, the, the stigma might be, what people might think of you then because of how this whole thing is still portrayed by some people, is still presented by some people. I mean, they, they try to make people who see these things look like like they're crazy or they're, they're on drugs or whatever, something, or they're liars, hoaxers. Uh, so it's hard. I mean, how many people you wonder see stuff like this more often that never say anything and never gets out to the public because they don't even report it. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing that I really recommend people to do. And I've talked about this before is to visit the, the national UFO reporting center. I mean, if you don't believe that something's going on, just go through all the sightings. You, you, it's incredible. It's incredible. There are so many sightings on a regular basis all the time. This is happening all the time. As uh, if you listen to Richard Dolan a lot, he 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 always likes to point that out uh, on his podcast that uh, that this is something that's happening on a regular basis, all the time, every day. People are experiencing things all these things all over the world, and we're being lied to. We're being fed lies. We're not being told the truth by the people that we put into power. It just doesn't make any sense. Why are they doing this for all these years? For this long now, it's absolutely absurd. But I'd like to know more about what happened here. Uh, how many dogfights have there been over the years? How many times have jets uh, been uh, f- flying after these UFOs? How many how many times have, have jet fighters been sent out to go chasing after these UFOs that are obviously not man-made? I mean, if there's they're flying discs and they're and they're able to move at four, four five, six thousand miles per hour or, or more, and 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 there's no way there's nothing that our jets can do. They can't even get near them. Well, obviously it's not being man. It's not man-made stuff. I mean, this is going on since the 40s. But we continue to be lied to, and people just continue to do nothing about it. I seen a suggestion on uh, uh, somebody on uh, hot or on my uh, YouTube uh, channel commented saying that, "Hey, uh, we need to have a march on Washington." Yeah, there's all these marches for all these things. Maybe it is time for people in the UFO community to start banding together and demanding going to Washington on a march. With, I mean, I'm not just talking about ten or twenty people, right? I'm talking about a million people saying we demand to know the truth already. Because I don't know how else we're going to get it. I mean, we're 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 either if uh, you know I, I for as at the time for the time being I'm I'm all for this David Grush. I I don't I I've been getting some messages from people who absolutely hate this guy actually for some reason. I don't get that. Uh, they think he's a liar and he's just going to muddy the waters. I'm not there. I'm I, I I whatever the case, right? I you know these kind of things are pushing at least keeping this thing in the somewhat in the spotlight, right? Uh, so. I I I'm, I want to wait and see what comes out of that. I want to see what comes out of that. And so, but at the same time, I'm sick of waiting. I'm sick of all this stuff. I'm sick of not being shown what they know. I'm tired of it. Even though I, I well, a lot of us are sitting out there and we know that they're hiding it from from us. And we have things like this happening, right? 
uh, all the time. This is just a lot of this stuff doesn't get reported. Like I was saying, this stuff is happening all of the time and uh, for decades, for decades. And yet we're, 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 we're told we're not never told the truth about it. And here we go again. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if you're, if you're to contact the Air Force about it, they'll, they're not going to tell you anything. Why even bother contacting them? They've been lying for, for, for what, 75 plus years now. I mean, why even bother talking to them anymore? We need we need something more. I mean, Congress isn't means. I I think it's great that we're having hearing. There's a hearing coming up and everything, but it's we need more than this. This is this is absolutely ridiculous at this point. We need to get louder and matter, right? We need to have. I think a march is necessary on Washington at this point because this is absolutely absurd. People are sick of this nonsense. We just want to know the truth already. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back. Uh, I want to talk about an article that appeared in The Guardian on uh, just recently, today actually, Saturday, June 17th. It says here, are aliens that bad at parking? What we need to ask about U recent UFO revelations. And I just want people out there, wh whether or not you believe David Grush is just a, a, a crazy person or a liar, or if you actually believe that uh, uh, he ha he's telling you the, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is, you know, with regard to what he knows, right? Uh, I, I, sans the classified stuff, right? Whatever the case, right? Uh, I'm tired. Of, I mean, I've been talking about this a lot lately. You're seeing a lot of these idiots out there. There's a lot of dummies, right? And in the scientific community, right, who are trying to, they can't understand how these things might show up here and crash. They don't understand it. They're, for some reason, it's not computing in their brains. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't, they lack critical thinking skills. But anyway, it, it gets into that in this article, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's, it's just incredible to me that people with, with degrees in astronomy are, 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 are so dense and dumb that they just can't figure this out for themselves. So they can't understand how this might happen. Anyway, I gotta go. we got to talk about this. Here it says here, this article is by Stuart Clark, by the way. It says, another day, another story about the United States government hiding the fact that it has retrieved alien spacecraft. You can hear similar claims all the time from conspiracy theorists in certain corners of the Internet. Yet, what made this particular account international news was that the person talking had apparently been in a position to know. American David Grush served 14 years in the Air Force. He is a decorated veteran from the Afghanistan conflict who went on to serve in the United States National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office. In these positions, he sat on the United States Department of Defense's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force from 2020 to 2022. UAPs, he's, they say UAPs. I, I, you know, I have a pet peeve with that. I think it should just be UAP. There should be no S on there. Uh, when, it, when, you, when you use the UFOs uh, acronym, okay, that's okay, but not UAP because phenomen there's no such word as phenomenas. Anyway, UAP, or Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, as they are now officially known, are what used to be called UFOs. In 2021, a report from the United States Office of the Director of National Intelligence disclosed that the task force was investigating 144 UAP reports. They had, made, they had been made between 2004 and 2021, mostly by military personnel, but few conclusions could be drawn because the actual data was limited and difficult to analyze. Okay, yeah, I just want to stop there for a second because, again, you see a lot of people in the press, they're talking about, they, they, they still, they, they limit it to this discussion, this, this ongoing UFO discussion. It seems like we're always talking about starting from 2004 forward when well, all of us know it's been going on a lot longer than that. 
but I just had to point that out, you know, just so it, maybe there might be a first time listener out there that doesn't understand that. But this whole phenomenon didn't start in 2004. Let's be clear about something. This phenomenon did not start in 2004. It started, we don't even know how long ago, centuries ago, right? But we really didn't start noticing it until about 1947, okay? That's when people start really talking about it. And, and and we've been talking about it a lot ever since. But we've been being lied we've been being lied to about it too the whole time by our government that we, the people that we put in the place to to uh, serve us right they're lying to us. I doesn't that, to me I still can't I can't get that. Could somebody help me out out there, please? I can't get that to compute. But anyway, continuing. Uh now, Grush has turned whistleblower and told the debrief website that the United States has been retrieving intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin for decades. These retrievals happen all over the globe, anywhere that the craft had landed or crashed. In the article, Grush is said to have given Congress extensive classified information about these deeply covert programs. And let me just stop there, too. It's not just Grush. I think we need to be clear here. Uh, there was that article from Michael Schellenberger where he talked to several whist- other whistleblowers who we don't know their names yet, but they're saying they're, uh, that there's at least 12 to 15 uh, recovered craft that, that they have been trying to reverse engineer. That's that's what he's been told. There's other people out there. It's not just Grush. And some of these whist- other whistleblowers are going to uh, step forward as time goes on. Anyway, let's continue here. It says, but according to Harvard astronomer Avi Loeb, until these documents are also made public, we should remain skeptical. We shouldn't believe stories unless evidence supports them. So, as in, as intriguing as it is to hear Grush's testimony, he did not provide any physical evidence or any data, says Loeb. Now, of course, I mean, Loeb is correct. Grush has not provided any absolute end-all proof, no. But he's saying that he did provide classified information to uh, the Inspector General and apparently to Congress that has not been made public yet. Is is the proof in those classified in that classified documentation? I do. It's, it's yet to be seen. We don't know yet. I mean, it could be. But I I understand. At least I I give Loeb credit. I know there's some people in the UFO community, and I'm sure I've criticized them too before in the past. But for the most part, I'm I'm happy about someone like Avi Loeb. He's a scientist. He's at least trying to do something. And actually, he's working with that. He's the one who established the Galileo Project, which this article, which this article uh, talks about next. It says. In the effort to collect scientific data about UAP, Loeb co-founded the Galileo Project, which watches the sky around the clock looking for anything that moves. Its prototype observatory is located at Harvard itself. It records the sky at infrared, optical, and radio wavelengths and listens for audio too. This continuous stream of data is then analyzed by computers to work out whether a passing object is a bird or a drone or something unidentifiable that needs deeper analysis. So far, everything has been explainable, but Loeb has just received a donation to build five more observatories to extend the search to other parts of the United States. Uh, and that's very interesting. So he's trying. Loeb is actually trying, right? He's he's doing something. He wants to study this. I, I say, and I think it's necessary, right? But a lot of this work, uh, it would be helpful to people like Loeb if these people who are hiding what we already have would reveal what they to, to him and other scientists of the world what is already what they already know about because there's something already here. I mean, Loeb eventually scientists whether it's Loeb or a scientist from the future, if if the governments of the world continue to keep this a secret, at some point in the future, some scientific group is going to finally make come out and tell us what they figured out that there is there are extraterrestrial here. There are there's something else here that's not human. They're, they're, it's gonna, they're gonna come to that conclusion. Whether, uh, but, but we could come to that conclusion right now. I believe if we were to be told the, the truth about what the government has been hiding all this time. 
But here's where this next guy that this article talks about was where the problems come, why I wanted to talk about this story. It says here, but there's something much more down to earth that makes Michael Garrett, a radio astronomer at Joe Drell Bank, part of Manchester University and chair of the International Academy of Astronautics SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, permanent committee skeptical of Grush's story. It all comes down to how badly these supposed aliens drive their spacecraft. And here's a direct quote from this guy from this uh, Garrett. He says, if there are all these alien spacecraft crashing on Earth, well, that seems a bit weird. You'd think that if they could travel between the stars, they can get the last 0.0001% of the journey right, too, he says. Now, let me just stop there again. I've been talking about this a lot lately, especially you've been hearing this coming from the minds of idiotic debunkers like Michael Shermer, Mick West, all these idiots on there that are try- keep are, are fighting really hard right now to keep telling everyone that there's nothing to this, right? Even because they're afraid of the 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 continuous news cycle, they don't want they don't want this to be true for whatever reason, right? Whether they're scared of it, whether they just don't want their uh, their their careers to look like a, a complete waste, right? That, that that they're liars all the time, that they've been they are that they really are disingenuous because they really are. I, I, and then you have people like this saying that astronomer, right? Uh, radio astronomer, smart person, obviously in everything else, I guess, but not here, not here. He can't figure this part out. Uh, anyway, let's continue here. It says, thinking of the small number of accidents that occur each day compared with the vast number of road journeys undertaken, the idea of aliens crash landing on our planet for decades seems implausible. And here's another direct quote from Garrett. He says, it would imply that there must be hundreds of them coming every day and astronomers simply don't see them, he says, Garrett. Oh, so so he, he, he's saying, this Garrett's saying, we're not seeing them flying in here, so, and there must be hundreds of them coming here from outer space every day, and we're just not seeing them. Obviously, this guy has not, he doesn't understand what's going on here. He thinks that, oh, again, I've talked about this recently. This is the mentality, the idiotic mentality of people with degrees that, that are, and, and are, are giving comments, right, to publications online like this. It's unbelievable. Think about what he's saying. So he's thinking that they're all coming here, all these little objects, all by themselves from deep space somewhere from 100 million light years away. That's, the, that's what he thinks we think. A lot of these people think this way. They don't. They never thought, and they can't stop and think that. Well, maybe there's coming here in motherships, and all these other things are just like probes, right? Or, or uh, something to that effect. He can't see it, right? He just they're not thinking. They never read a book on this. They don't know what they're talking about. This guy has no idea what he's talking about. But it's not. They don't talk about that here. I mean, it's. Uh, nobody ever really says this. You, you hear these statements being made, but I'm not, there's never any, I, I'm doing it. I, like, I don't know. Some people do it, but most people, you don't hear, there, there's no uh, debate about this. They, they make these statements and then that's it. There's, there's no one to counter it. Because the article just continues here. It does offer some more information about a different guy uh, talking about, a different whistleblower. We'll talk about that next here. It says, yet in the same debrief article, Jonathan Gray, who allegedly works for the United U.S. National Air and Space Intelligence Center, backs up the story, adding that exotic materials have been retrieved and studied since the early 20th century. Grush says the U.S. has been in a race with other superpowers, presumably Russia and China, for decades to identify these crash and landing sites in order to retrieve whatever remains and reverse engineer the materials. 
Garrett is doubtful here too, seeing no real world evidence of that activity bearing any fruit. Here's another quote from Garrett. He says, if they had any understanding, if they had an understanding of how these things work, they would result in completely disruptive technology, he says. In other words, in other words, we should be seeing amazing project products and materials bursting on the market out of no out of nowhere, but we aren't. Either, and here's another direct quote from Garrett. Either they're just not very good at reverse engineering, or there's nothing to be reverse engineered, says Garrett. Well, guess what? Buddy, you just answered your own question, didn't you? Yeah, the first part. Either they're just not very good at reverse engineering. That's I think that's what's going on, obviously. They, they, I, if some, something's a million years more advanced than anything that you have, right? I don't think you're ever, ever going to figure out how it works. You're just not. You're not. You might be able to work it a little bit, but you're not going to be able to reverse engineer it. You're just not going to know. You're not going to be smart enough. It could take you a million years till you figure it out. It's like we talk about about this all the time. Uh, you know, if we traveled back in time and had hand Socrates a uh, calculator, a solar calculator, you think he's ever going to figure out how it works, right? If you if you uh, travel back in time and have somebody a cell phone uh, uh, to to, to uh, Michelangelo, you think he's going to ever figure out how it works? No, none of these people are. They're just it's impossible. That's what's going on here. Just because they recover it and they're trying to reverse engineer these things doesn't mean that they're able to do so. So again, they have all these assumptions and 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 and, they're, and they just can't think. They can't. They're, they're, there's no critical thinking skills when it comes to this. And plus, it's obvious that they've never even looked into this subject. Obviously not. I mean, they never even considered the idea that there could be gigantic motherships that are carrying all these smaller ships here, and they're not coming here every t- hundreds of times a day. We have no idea what's going on. Actually, to be quite honest. We just don't know. But but this guy can't think outside the box. He just can't. No imagination whatsoever. The fact of the matter is there's something here. How they got here, what does that matter? They're here, believe me. Anyway, uh, until next time. <laughs>